Peace, peace, family. This is your Black to Roots podcast, and I'm your host, Tangi. And I have a three-part series, um, starting with this video here, on relationships and dating. And um, to be honest with y'all, I had to really dig in the crates and find myself. Because I found myself having the same woes and worries as everybody else when I wasn't really built like that. Like, I wasn't raised like that, and I got a certain a certain savoir faire, you know, about me that um that I intend to share with you guys so you know if you need a snack or something go on and get that if you gotta you know put the kids down for a nap go on and do that um this show is not for children um especially this one here is not for uh for virgin ears um so we're gonna talk about relationships right um now for 10 years I was a life coach I still am to a degree like I still share that practice but 14 years, it, not in the past 10 years, but 14 years, my, my um, career as a, a life coach was pretty, it was pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? I did it the entire time I was in South Carolina. Um, I did it uh, prior to me moving to South Carolina when I was in Jersey, but it was for small change. I was just starting, you know, it was, it was pretty much the path that I was dealing with, with being a psych major so I really wanted to build relationships save marriages you know what I'm saying find out why molesters were molesting like I wanted to know those things so that we could fix it in early childhood so that's the path that I was taking um early childhood development you know I was trying to catch predators before they became predators so we can figure out I wanted to do that that big shit right but unfortunately I didn't you know I didn't complete the education I needed to in time, um, along with being, becoming a mom and and raising children as a single parent, it was hard. Okay. So I made it partially, you know, I got, I got quite some education in there, but I didn't get that PhD that I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a whole five year plan and everything. It just did not go according to plan. Um, it is what it is, but I gained enough experience with life and education to tell me a few things about relationships. Now, number one, um, with relationships, I've learned in my own experiences, of course, depending on where you come from, how you were raised, um, your environment and so forth, that shapes a lot of your ideas and a lot of your expectations on relationships and your ideal partners. Okay, those things are going to shape you. All right. However, when you come from a place like Plainfield, New Jersey, all right, already there's something about you that's a little bit different than everybody else. We didn't like the bum shit. We, we're not into that. Plainfield itself might be a little bit run down and downtrodden, but the people and the, the way that they viewed themselves was higher than that. Okay, we have some class about us. Um, the the hood understood money. They understood to invest. They understood shit like that. I don't know about all, a lot of these other places, but uh, from the, you know the hustlers that I grew up with, they bought houses and they bought you know the stuff that, that to you know they they flipped their money in a in a in a more business manner. Like you know, some became book authors. Some became you know. Um, 
rappers, whatever the case, but they talented. So you can't take that from them. Some of them became comedians. Some of them did a lot of, a lot of shit. Some became property owners. Like it's just, they had a certain type of class about them. They went on vacations to Cancun, Mexico. Shout out to, um, Halsey. You know what I'm saying? They, they shout out to Clinton Nav. They went, you know, on vacations like people do, you know, that you wouldn't often see in nobody's hood. These people did things. They raised families. You know what I'm saying? They, they knew some of them even got married like, like early on and they're still with their husbands and wives. Like, so where I'm from, I didn't just see, you know, hood bum shit. Of course you, you had some bums in there. I got pregnant by a couple of them. You know what I mean? There's some bums out there, but for the most part, if, if I wasn't so fearful of success, I probably would have never got pregnant by a bum because it's responsibilities that come with that success. Okay. So like, I'm going to just be real with you. It's some responsibilities that come with that. So if you dealing with somebody who, um, or if you want to deal with somebody that got their shit together, you're going to put in some work. You're not just going to get no free ride. It don't work like that. You know, and if you can't build together, then what's the purpose? So you have a mentality there that, that is not going to tolerate a bum behavior, a bum mentality. It's just not going to happen. And then you have some that fall through the cracks. Like you had a party one night and y'all been hanging at parties all the time, or the parties is always at your house. And you and this one person keep catching eye contact before you know it, you knocked up. Okay. And trying to make something work that was never meant to be in the first place. But I could say if, if we, if we had choices, if we had, uh, no, if we had sound advice to make the proper choices, then a lot of us wouldn't be in this, the predicaments that we're in now. So let's talk about these relationship dynamics. Now you, you can, you can be in a beautiful relationship you can even be in a marriage and the shit just not working. You know what I'm saying? Every aspect is there, but this one factor, whatever the factor is, it could be sex. Everything else is fine, but the sex is garbage and you're feeling like you, you can't like you have to have a release. And if you can't get that with your partner, it's really hard to function. A lot of us say sex doesn't matter. We want partnership. Yes. The fuck it does. Don't let people lie to you. You have to bust a nut. And if you don't, eventually it's going to bother you. Even with men, grown ass men, by the time you need to be busting a nut in your sixties, you have to, there's prostate, there's something called prostate, a prostate. Okay. And it can swell on your ass. Okay. And a lot of times you're dealing with prostate cancers and all types of shit. Do not let yourself get hard and you don't bust that nut. Sorry to say it that way, but you do, you have to bust a nut. Okay. At some point in time, your clock is going to tick and you won't have to do that no more. But when your clock ticks, you don't want there to, you don't want it to be unnecessary sales and swelling and shit going on when that clock decides to say it's time for us to stop mating. Okay. You need your, your parts to be functioning properly until your clock says no. If your clock did not say no yet, then you need to constantly keep it functioning. Period. It's the same as your heart. It's a muscle. Okay. And if you don't work it, it will go limp and die on your ass. So the same thing, you know, with relationships. So it's not just sex, right? Every, the sex could be great. He could treat you right. She could treat you right. The the body's right. Everything is perfectly fine, except for 
one person sucks at finances and and y'all are losing. You're not winning. Somebody is not good at financing, but you love each other. So you stick it out until you lose every fucking thing. That yeah, it's little shit like that that you know that that we tend to overlook with relationships. Cause we're looking for relationships and not partnerships. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into uh what 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 partnerships really look like. Um partnerships are are the opposite of situationships. Okay, and I'll give you the description of both of those things. But a partnership is where you're you're in harmony. You're in harmony with society. You're in harmony with the family. You're in harmony with each other. Okay? And being in harmony is like not going into the kitchen and and having having chaos in the kitchen. Like you go in the kitchen, you know that you're going to be comfortable because somebody took care of it, your partner or you. You're going, you, you pick up a, a broom and your partner picks up a rag. You, uh, you get ready to, you go lay out your, your bedroom stuff for you to lay down. But now all of a sudden you hear your bath water running. That's harmony. You know what I'm saying? Like you go in there, you getting ready to cook. And all of a sudden, like you at the, you at the stove, but then you hear somebody at the sink. This is harmony here. And that's because your partner is literally your partner. You know what I'm saying? They're, you're not going to do... It's not that you can't work by yourself. It's that certain things that should be done should not be done by you. That's both man and woman. Certain things should not be done by you. They should... They, and I always teach my kids this. For example, you um, when you go in the kitchen to cook, there should be no evidence that you was in there once you're done. I should not know that you made French toast, pancakes, bacon, or rice. or I should know that that's what you made unless I ate some and the reason is because it should be clean when I go back in there and if it's clean then there should be no evidence that you cook period so how does that work though if you're making something as small as a little breakfast meal then yeah right you can do that by yourself but if you in there cooking a whole four course meal for an entire family you should not be in the kitchen by yourself now, that's not to say that you're not one of them bad motherfuckers because I can be bad when I want to be and clean as I go. That's how I was taught, clean as you go, right? Or get, make all the mess you're going to make and then clean it up. <laughs> but either way, you know what I'm saying? You're not leaving no kitchen dirty. That's just nasty. You're not leaving the kitchen dirty. So, or the sink. The, I, a pet peeve of mine is having a dirty ass sink. Like, I don't give a fuck if his dishes in it or not. Wipe the sink out when you're done doing dishes, please. It shouldn't be no food in there after the dishes is clean. That's just gross. So, you know, you wipe, you you know, you clean, you clean up behind yourself. But if you're cooking a full course meal and you have a partner, he should not, he or she should not be sitting on a fucking couch scrolling through channels while you're in the kitchen busting pots and pans. That don't work for me. To me, that is not harmony. Okay. And for, for all you woke ass females who believe, you know, I'm supposed to be barefoot pregnant and you know, I'm just supposed to be in the kitchen. That's a lie. Sometimes your man is going to be going to go in there and cook. He was raised and taught to cook. So sometimes he's going to go in there and he's going to make something to eat. That does not mean scroll your fat ass through no motherfucking channels and shit. Cause you too cute. It means go in there and offer a hand. Even if he don't need you to cook, he might need you to dice up some garlic or onions or something like that. And if he don't want you to do that, wash the dishes, okay? Maybe your ass should take out the trash at that point. But be in harmony. Don't sit down and be a leech. You could be. A, you don't have to be a leech like a gold digger leech, no. You could be a leech and drain somebody's energy for the day. Have you ever considered that? 
Some people will bring you information and bring it to you partially. They will say shit like, oh, people can drain your energy. Be careful of the people you're around. People can do this. People can do that. People are vampires. People are blah, blah, blah. Energy suckers, right? But do they tell you about the ones that only drain your energy once in a blue moon? That still takes a toll on you and it sticks with you. It makes you think about shit that you wouldn't normally think about. I'll give you an example. We'll use the same scenario. Man gets up, he goes in there to cook. He wants to do something special for you. That's fine. If that's the case, then sit your ass down. Let him do what he's going to do. Run him some water while you're at it. Something. But there's something that you can do to lighten the burden for him since he's taking on your position at the moment. Go do something while he's doing that. Okay? You can go start a load of laundry. <laughs> get his clothes ready for the, for work the next day while he's doing that for you. You can, It's things that you can do. You can make sure the kids is straight early. Right? If you have children. You know? Or while he's cooking, take your ass outside and wash the car real quick. Like, are you too bougie to do that? You know how fun it is to soap a car up? <laughs> like, go wash the car real quick. Do something that he would normally do that's not going to be too strenuous on yourself while he's taking up your position for the day. All right? Now, some men just want you to sit back, relax, and blah, blah, blah. You want to pamper you? Take that pampering, girl. I'm not telling you not to. Okay, it could be Mother's Day, your birthday, just be because you got a good dude and he is just that nigga, right? So yeah, in that case, sit your ass down and let him do him, all right? But remember, he not doing all that shit for you for nothing. There's either something that you did, used to do, or usually do that causes him to want to do those things for you, okay? Remember that. But the ones that drain your energy, um, like once in a while, these people... It's like they, they, they were, instead of somebody wanting to go in there and cook, it's like they have to because you just didn't do it or you're not, you just didn't do what you normally do. For some reason you just, you said, fuck it today. That's the, the person I'm talking about. That's the person I'm saying the man came home from work in a, in a the perfect world. He came home from a fucking job, right? He goes in, he goes in his, you know, takes his stuff off and, the, the bed ain't made, you know, the, the, the trash is piled up. And it's not normally like that, but it is for some reason today. It, you know, the trash is piled up, the dishes, there's a little bit of dishes in there from the breakfast you made this morning. Ain't no food cooking. Like, he just like, fuck, really? But we got like three kids in here, so let me go in here and tighten up. You, you fucking female that did that, <laughs> like even though that's not your norm, we all have our bad days. Even though that's not your norm, you have just thrown off the harmony and balance in that relationship. Just by that little simple thing that your one day that you, you couldn't, you just didn't have the energy to get up. You in a funk today or whatever that threw off the entire balance of your whole fucking relationship. How, Coach Tangie, how? Well, if there's an issue that has not been discussed that you're dealing with and you didn't discuss it with your partner, then your balance is thrown off, period. Should no man have to come home from work, house full of kids, and shit is every fucking way, and you did, you did nothing all day. That don't work like that. Let me tell you something, how, what I used to do. When I, when I got into those funks, because I'm speaking from experience, I'm not just talking out the side of my neck. 
I've had good relationships, but I all I always knew that there's certain things you you were supposed to do, and I learned that from my cousin Joanne, my cousin Tony. I learned that, you know, I just I, my cousin Nakia. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot of stuff uh, dealing with my family members and seeing how they operated in relationships. Now I took the good from for the good, and the bad shit I left to the side. But they had beautiful qualities when it came to being clean and when it came to um catering to your man so I understood you know certain things and my mother was no joke either okay so I understood a lot of shit so I used to get into my little funks too and what I would do in those funks obviously anybody that knows me know I put that Donnie Hathaway on to get the cleaning right the one thing that I was going to do was make sure that it was clean and that there was a meal cooking if I didn't do anything else right the meals the you know the house was clean and I was going to have those kids straight so because they're my kids ultimately right um so those things were always the top the top three the meal the cleanliness and the kids Everything else, I any if a dude came into my life, he those are the three things he had to worry about. Those are the three things he didn't have to worry about. Okay, but if I did get into a funk to where I didn't feel like cooking, I didn't feel like you know cleaning up or anything. I didn't. I just was going through whatever. Normally, I would have a discussion and say, "Look, I need a break." You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take the kids for a walk. I just have to, you know, I'll talk about it. And obviously, if you're in harmony with a person, they already understand, well, I'm going to tighten up. She always do this shit, so I'm going to tighten up for the day. And they'll do it. But if you, I've noticed that if you're just in a funk, and I've seen this with other people, that's why I used to, to teach people, this is how you do this. You communicate and blah, 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 right? So I would see this in other people, how they would just be in the funk and be like, no, you know, it is what the fuck it is. I don't feel like doing it. It's just not going to get done. Not today, period. Part of that attitude, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, is because you feel like your partner is not doing enough. Doesn't matter what you normally do. Doesn't matter what they think you normally do or what they're supposed to be doing. It's because you feel that your partner is not doing enough. That depression starts somewhere and we chant, we channel it into, we try to channel it into other things. Or, I got my period today or I just got cramps or I got a headache. I just don't feel like being bothered or blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you something. When you're in a partnership, a real partnership, those things don't cause you to make life harder for your partner. If those things are truly what they are, they will not cause you to cause your partner harder labor at home. And I'm not saying that your partner shouldn't work as hard as you. That's not what I'm saying. Follow me. What I'm saying is if y'all are working, this is for both of y'all. If y'all are working and one of y'all normally does something and the other one normally helps and y'all have a balance and then all of a sudden you just stop, it's normally because you feel like the, the partner isn't doing enough. And a lot of that stems from not communicating, having a, a, a poor, a poor uh, communicative relationship. You're not communicating your needs. You're not communicating your desires. What you did was you went in with your personality. You did the things that you, you would do for you, for that person. And then you expected that person to do the exact same thing for you. 
and they're not you. So then you start having this crazy ass, uh, this, this real self-absorbed way of looking at your partner. Like they are supposed to think like you walk, like you talk, like you answer questions, like you clean the kitchen, like you, they are not you. So you kind of like have a narcissistic way of looking at your, your partner and saying he should be more like me. Are you saying he should be a woman? Or if the man, are you saying she should be like more like a man? What are you saying? Okay. You have to communicate these things. If you, if you get into these funks and it's, it's gonna, it can lead into anxiety or depression if you're not communicating and then you isolate yourself to the degree that it turns into you not having somebody to talk to because you've, you've, you've isolated yourself so much that now you feel like people can hear your thoughts <laughs> and um, sometimes your thoughts are embarrassing. And it shows, it shows in your actions, whether they, nobody, no, of course, nobody can hear your thoughts. Your thoughts are private, but your anxiety starts getting the best of you. Like, am I, do it look like I'm acting like a certain way or am I really behaving a certain way? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You look fucking crazy. You do because you're not communicating and now you're, you're expressing, um, you're expressing the negative feelings about that without ever expressing what you're upset about. So you're giving a person a result of something, but you're not giving them, giving them what the problem is. So you got to find a partner that's going to be in harmony with you, but they can only be in harmony with you if you are communicating. Okay. You have to communicate. And I'm one to, to believe that almost anything can be worked out except for a, a couple of major things. And we all know what they are. Child molestation, rape, or um, physical abuse. Okay. Even verbal and emotional abuse obviously will not be tolerated, but some people need to be taught that some people don't know what verbal and emotional abuse is and they practice it every day because that's all they've seen. So emotional abuse, verbal abuse, uh, um, I believe that that can be counseled. Um, that can, that can be worked out too, but physical abuse, child molestation and rape. Those are the no nos. Okay. Those are the major, major no nos that can't be worked out. So, <clears throat> or coached out and to all you weird ass Christians that believe that shit, y'all go right ahead. Okay. Let a motherfucker beat on you or let somebody abuse you and, and you turn the other cheek. You keep doing that and showing your kids about fucking abuse. Okay. You keep teaching that shit. I'm not with it. You put your hands on me. That's the last thing you're going to put your hands on period. Um, and, and no, we're not getting back together. I don't trust you now. Why would I give you my body? You know, that's that slave mentality. That's what y'all doing out here, bed bucking and shit. A motherfucker abuse, rape, and destroy your whole goddamn race in 400 years and y'all laying with them, breeding with them, and carrying on. That's abuse. I'm not, I'm not with that shit. Sleeping with my abuser. Y'all crazy as hell. Stockholm Syndrome having ass people. Anyway, so you get, you get, you want to get with a person that can be in harmony with you. You don't want to be dealing with somebody that, that <clears throat> you don't have to see eye to eye. I don't believe in that because I'm not a man. I don't want to be able to see the shit you see or how you see it. <clears throat> I want to be able to uh, move in harmony out. The things that you see has to match the things that I see, even if they don't look identical. You know, kind of like how sky blue and dark blue go together, <laughs> but they two different colors. So that type of shit right there, or how gold and, and orange might go together. 
two different colors, but they go together. They both make a beautiful horizon when the sun is setting. So I would say, no, dude, I don't want to see the things that you see or how you see it. No, but I do want it to mesh with what I'm doing, with what I'm dealing with. You know, if you like mowing the lawn and I don't like mowing the lawn and I like doing the dishes, then we are in perfect fucking harmony. Get your ass out there while I get my ass in here. And we do it like that, right? <laughs> if you like um, being on top and I don't like being on top, we're in perfect fucking harmony, okay? I don't want to be on top riding them, riding them cowboy with my fucking long ass legs and my hurt back and hurt boobs. I don't want to do that, but I would love to just stare at you, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that that's the shit that I'm into. I'm just saying, I'm just saying what harmony looks like right and then you have financial harmonies you have um goals and aspirations those things can be harmonic um spirituality those things are harmonic um how how we rear our children those things are harmonic you have to make sure that you and your partner are tuned in to the same fucking frequency you understand me you cannot be in a relationship with a person and you are not tuned in he on channel 11 and you on fucking channel 2 that is not a harmonic relationship. Y'all not even dealing with the same megahertz. You got to be tuned in. And if you're not tuned, you have to tune in. And that means work, communication, and it means sacrifice and compromise. Okay? In order for you to be in harmony, you have to tune in. No relationship is perfect without tuning. You have to fine-tune everything. You know what I'm saying? You can get a car brand fucking new brand new fresh off the lot and guess what after so many miles you still gotta tune it it still gotta get tuned okay you got you need a tune up so with a relationship if you take that analogy with a relationship you've been with somebody for a year and you haven't done anything different then you missed your opportunity for a tune-up you need a (laughs) tune-up Okay, stop getting in these relationships and then getting lazy. No. You've been with a person for six, six months, for example. Now it's time to do something different. Go on vacation for the first. You ain't, you probably never been to vacation in your life. Go with that person somewhere. Plan for it. Set a goal to go. Okay? No, you don't got to be married to go on vacay. Go. You know what? Let's go to Jamaica. What? Jamaica? Yeah, let's go to Jamaica. Let's save some money and go to Jamaica. Put your, give your, your relationship some goals, you know, but you have to tune into harmony. You have to bring yourself there because if you don't, then you're going to end up with a beat down, uh, smoking, <laughs> ready to fall apart relationship. No different than a car. And with that car, you don't want to, um, you don't want to treat it wrong. You know, nobody wants a scratched up car. I can't see how y'all men take care of y'all cars better than y'all take care of women half the time. Or women, how y'all take care of y'all weaves better than y'all take care of y'all men. <laughs> oh my God. I look, there's certain things that I believe a woman is supposed to know how to do and that's do hair. You supposed to know how to do that. You supposed to. Maybe it's just certain, a certain group of us that believe that but you're supposed to know how to do hair you're supposed to know how to do your nails you're supposed to know how to do makeup and you're supposed to know how to take care of a man if you you gotta know how to do these things 
you also have to know how to take care of your body. So there's certain things about a woman that you're supposed to have and know by the time you're eight years old. Yes, you should be learning how to take care of a man and take care of yourself by the time you're eight years old. What that means is that female needs to know that one day she is going to be a wife. One day she is going to be a mother. And when she steps into that role, she needs to know how to cook, clean, keep her house clean, what is dirty and what is not. She needs to know how to do laundry. She needs to know how to, you know, groom herself. She, you know, she needs to know how to do these things. Um, make her bed when she gets up in the morning. Little things like that, keeping her body fresh. She has to know all of these things. How are you supposed to cook? Should you be cooking with box food or should you, how do you mix it up? Like how, should, what should be fresh and what, what can be interchangeable? She needs to learn these things so that by the time she's 15, she's, she's good on that. And now she can work on her education and her career. So she's supposed to be learning all of those fundamentals at a young age. Once she learns those fundamentals at a young age, of course, we keep the children innocent. But once she learned those fundamentals, now she can, because those are instilled now. Those are values, right, that are instilled into her. So now, you know, by by age 15, it's okay, it's your career path. What are you going to do with your life? You know, what what, what are the things that you like to do for you? What do you like to do for fun? She's going to be finding herself at this point. And, um, you know, learning, learning her body and, you know, different stuff like that. So... With that being said, between the ages of 15 and 18, she should have her head together when it comes to uh, her what you've instilled in her values and where her path is going to lead. Now, most women don't know what they're going to do till they're about 25, 30 years old. But we pretty much take on the attributes of our past at an early age. For me, it was hair, right? So I did in writing. It was hair and writing. That was always going to be a part of my life no matter what. That started at age 12, actually. Um, But by the time I was 15, I had already wrote, you know, over a dozen poems. I had already um, written a, a children's book. I had already did a a couple of things that I just never took seriously. So, you know, later on I became a rapper and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that y'all know that story, but I'm just saying like by between the ages of 15 and 18, you should already have a pretty, pretty set amount of um, values already instilled in you. And part of that is how you, you take care how you're going to be in a relationship. You know, and a lot of us women, we're not building wives or grooming wives. We're grooming girlfriends and baby mamas. And you ain't got to like it. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we doing. We out here grooming baby mamas and girlfriends. And why? Why are we not building quality women? It's because we either don't feel like we're quality women ourselves or we have not been quality women ourselves. And a lot of that is based upon, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you a prime example. In my 20s, I was, I was high quality in my twenties. I was high quality, but at, I can't have that same caliber with the same shit doing the same thing at age 42. That quality dynamic changes because at 20, like in age 20, right? If I got two jobs, going to school, taking care of my own, got my own crib, have my own car. That looks beautiful, right? But if you 42 and you still doing two jobs, you still renting at a raggedy ass apartment, you still doing certain, they look good to some people, but they don't look too good with your future. That means that you haven't grown at all. You didn't graduate. You didn't do shit. 
You did not graduate in the school of life. You should not be in the same position you are in your 40s. You should not be in the same position you were in your 20s. You should have grown, matured, and excelled. And if, if, a lot of times we don't. We get comfortable with progress. With pro, I'm sorry. We get comfortable with progress at an early age, and then we stay there. And we become stagnant, doing the same shit. Yeah, you can still pay your bills. You can still pay your rent. You still doing X, Y, Z. But now your life has expanded. You're doing the same exact shit you was doing at 20, but now you got three more miles to feed. It ain't the same. You see what I'm saying? You either need a better caliber of job or, you know, or ownership or business or something, but you can't be doing the same type of shit at age 20, at age 30, unless you was already making six figures at age, at age 20, then that's a different story. But for the most part, we're not doing that. For the most part, we out here struggling. Okay. For the most part, we out here struggling. And I'm not talking about people that, you know, you a millionaire by the age by age 12. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking about the average mojo. You know, the average female who wants a better in life and all that. If you wasn't being a quality woman or, or, or leaning towards excelling in life, then you're not going to raise your child to do the same. You're going to tell your child that's what you want, but they, you got to lead by example at the end of the day. Kids do what they mock what they see. They don't give a fuck about it. half the time you talk, they don't even hear you. So they go by what they see. They're not going by what they hear. If you wasn't being a quality woman, nine times out of ten, you're not going, you can't, you're not gonna raise a quality child. And that's in terms of excelling in life. It doesn't mean your child doesn't have value. It simply means they don't know how to use that value. To, to their advantage or to their betterment or for society, you know, be a productive part of society. If you're not raising a child to be a productive part of society, what, what purpose are they serving? You know, and I'm, I'm one of those people that I believe in progress. I believe in excelling. I believe in, you know, you got, you got a shitload of material here, build something with it. I'm one of those people build something with it. Why is it just sitting there? I don't believe in uh, space should be empty. I believe space should be maximized and utilized. So with that being said, how, how are we, how are we building prominent people? And, and most of the times because we're not prominent. And I believe, um, I don't give a damn how old you are. It's not too late. Like a lot of people feel like it's, it's just too late. I've talked to people that, uh, that just, that feel like their life is over. And I'm talking about, they like 38. Dude, you're still young. I got a 60-something-year-old uncle saying that if I would invest it in my 40s, like, how you doing? Like, he's 60-something, though. Can you imagine, like, you you are going to be 50 and 60 one day, you know? So constantly feeling like your life is over, you ain't even halfway there yet. You ain't even 50 yet. So I think, like, a lot of us are, I don't think that we're doing this, this right. Like, we're losing sight. Social media media period, you know, this online life is really making people lose sight of the organicness of growing, developing, excelling, and, and, and being a human. People make mistakes up until some people don't get married until they 50 something. And that's not because they couldn't, not for all of them, some, because maybe it really took until they were 50 to realize, wait a minute, now I'm established. Now this person is good. We don't have nothing to do but sit back, retire, and relax with each other. 
really, really build a relationship. Ain't no hustle, bustle, and, and struggling going on. You know what I'm saying? I lost my mama. She didn't lost her mama and daddy. Like, everything is, we finished with that shit. Let's just relax and just be together. Some people have that realization, and they follow it to that core. I might be one of those people to say, you know what, I'm going to wait <laughs> until I'm about 50 and deal with somebody in my age group. Because right now, dealing with somebody in their 40s, y'all are, y'all, you look, it's a lot of 40-year-old men out here that still act like they 15. And that shit is sad and sickening. And it's hard for me to hold on to my black men. Like, it's hard. Y'all not making it easy. Y'all making it real hard. You unquality-having, you know what I'm saying? Don't have no class about yourself. You dirty. You know what I mean? Like, you just ill, you know? Or you, or you want your, or you want your body tampered with by something by a man, you know? Or you want to deal with Becky? Like I don't got time for you, you know what I'm saying? Or you want somebody to take care of you, and the type of taking care you need is something that a mother gives to a son, not what a, a wife gives to a husband. It's two totally different dynamics. And I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't want another mouth to feed. You know, I'm already raising two sons. I don't want to raise a third. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be your mom. You know, that's some Oedipus shit. I don't have time for that. So, uh, you know, I do, I do have a lot of love to give, but I would say to y'all, we have to learn how to be naked. We have to learn how to be organic with, with each other. But the most important thing is being in harmony. Gotta find somebody to be in harmony with. And harmony, you're going to have to communicate if you have it, you have to communicate. Okay? Communication is everything. If you don't have that, you have nothing. You know? And stop thinking that social media or media or these dating sites or whatever the case may be, stop living like it's a new computer world. Because it's not. It's not. Go out and meet that person the same day if you can. Because if this was the organic way and y'all didn't have social media or cell phones and smartphones, a person would have just approached you in the rain, whenever, at your worst, at your best, would have caught you slipping, all types of shit. When somebody approached you organically and it's like, it's like, what's up? You know, like, how, you know, how you doing? And, you know, I caught you all. Let me help you with your bags. You know what I'm saying? You dealing with a man or a woman right then and there. Y'all, y'all forgot about that. Y'all forgot how that worked. And um, I, I haven't forgotten it. I don't want nobody that's going to be microwave. I want somebody that still got that organic part about them that can walk up to me and say, hey, how you doing? Oh, let me grab this real quick. You like you're struggling over here. You need help with your bags. <laughs> like, you know, shit that we try to hide. You know, now now that we got, we can hide behind a screen. <clears throat> the things we try to hide, like, you know you should have had on some some sneakers in the outfit, but instead you went out and you put fucking socks on with slippers. Like you and you just got caught slipping that day. You had to run to Walmart for something and a man of your dreams just shows up out of nowhere and you looking at him like, oh my God, I got on my fucking pajamas and this bonnet. Oh he, he you're there. It's already happening. You know? So be organic, y'all. Learn how to be organic with each other. Cause that in my opinion, is the only way that you're going to find somebody you can be in harmony with. Um, you're never going to be in harmony with this fake shit going on. 
you're never going to, because nobody is, is being open enough to be real. Everybody has to put on a persona. You have to put on a persona. You have to put on another face. You have to give me the dopest picture you ever took in your life, knowing that you 13 years older than that now. Like, <laughs> it's like nobody is real anymore. And when I first meet a guy in real life and we're doing this organically, I don't get to see who you was when you was in high school. I get to see you just as you are right now. You know, and I think it's it's unfair to to men and women um, to have to live like that. It's so inorganic and so fake. And I don't want any parts of that world anymore. You know, I just don't. I believe that we've all got sucked in somehow and forgot that the real world is still out there. So I intend to find that. I intend to just be organic, you know, go out, have lunch by myself and enjoy life like I used to. Grab a couple of my homegirls and just go for a walk in the park somewhere. Who knows? Mr. Wright could be doing the same thing or having the same thoughts. But um, this ain't this ain't what it's about, y'all. Find that harmony and communicate. And by all means, be organic. Until next time, I want y'all to like, subscribe, become a um supporter. You know, if you like the content. Not only that, but share, 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 share. This was part one of the relationship series. Part two coming soon. Peace and love, y'all.